Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Against the Grain podcast. I am your host, the bad boy sweetheart, Mr. Arnold Francis, and it is an absolute pleasure to have you back for yet another episode. Now, today, today's episode is actually inspired by something that I am incredibly passionate about, and that is the state of affairs when it comes to men, manhood, and masculinity. This is a this particular episode hits close to home because it speaks to a lot of my own personal evolution and a lot a lot of the changes that have come into my life and have helped me evolve into the person that I am now. Now, naturally, this journey is not over. It is a continual process, uh, but I definitely feel like I am on the right path. I am on, I'm well on my way to becoming the man that I'm sure my family and my parents envision me being. Now, the reason I see this as such an important conversation is because when you think about the dynamic of male and female interaction, there's always the presence of a strong masculine and a feminine energy. And these two energies work in synergy to build uh, communities, nations, to procreate and to guide. And I, I believe that there's a tremendous amount of resources out there for women in their pursuit for equal rights. But in the process, uh, there's a lapse in the amount of content, safe spaces and communities that are dedicating, dedicated to helping men on their journey into manhood. So my hope is that this can become a resource for men to tap into, into not only understanding themselves as men, but understanding the role that they play in society in influencing you know, the growth and uh, education of our children, building of families, and the sh- them being a stronghold of communities. So let's not waste time. Let's just get straight into this episode. A big part of what I believe to be my life's calling is to utilize my God-given talents and developed skills towards educating, inspiring, and helping develop a new generation of righteous men you know, who value purpose, who are intentional, and who value honesty. What drives this desire, you ask? I mean, at the end of the day, I don't owe anybody anything, right? Well, actually, it's quite the contrary. You know, I'm of the belief that it is not just our responsibility, but our civic duty to be in service of family, friends, and our community as a whole. You know, more importantly, as part of the manhood framework by which I live and operate my life within, I believe that men are especially required to be in service of community. You know, this is primarily because I believe this is the driving factor behind one of the core frameworks that govern modern righteous masculinity. Now, by no means am I anywhere near completing my journey of self-actualization, especially when it comes to understanding modern masculinity. This is primarily because it's constantly changing. But I also don't even think this is possible. You know, your, your evolution is constant. Every stage of manhood accompanies a new set of, you know, new and exciting challenges that will further shape and define your perceptions of manhood. You know, you'll constantly be tested. You'll be forced to change. And most importantly, you'll continue to live in a perpetual state of evolution. This, more than anything, is the fundamental key to understanding the journey and process that is life. You know, your growth is never done. Your evolution is never complete. And if you're even able to say that it was, what is then the value of life to you? We often perceive life and its lessons as a very linear experience. You know, we assume that the first mistake will be the last time we make that mistake. We assume that growth happens automatically over time. We assume that love is intended to be timeless, 
that pure love exists in a vacuum that somehow is void of cultural, interpersonal, or external forces. You know, that once we meet the love of our lives, we will somehow just ride off into the sunset, you know, in love's embrace until our last breath. You know, this to me is a fool's tale. And I hear it all the time. You know, men and women alike seeing marriage, commitment, and partnership as, as an objective with almost no consideration for what follows. This isn't anyone's fault. It's all of ours. We've fantasized the art of connection, love, and commitment, and we've anchored it to the constraints of modern culture. In other words, we've believed in the divine possibility of romantic comedies, reality shows, and novels, but haven't ever come back to reality when the book closes. You see, this new world, the dynamics have shifted. Men in many homes and families are no longer the sole contributors to home and society. Women have taken the lead in many industries and spaces that were previously dominated by men. This has meant that even what defines the core essence of male identity, which is heavily rooted in purpose and provision, has to be redefined. So what happens when a man's value, his identity, is no longer rooted in what he does, his ability to provide, or his social standing? You know, how does this man begin to form his identity, not as an individual, but as a man? So why am I saying all of this? Well, because I see it in our boys and our men. You know, I see a generation of men who not only don't know the true essence of their masculinity, not by virtue of their own doing, but because they were never taught. On top of this, there are seldom any constructive, educational and safe spaces for men to dive deep into their vulnerability. My heart cries at the state of affairs. It cries because I've lived the experiences of many of these men. You know, I've lived a life void of a lack of strong masculine guidance. I've lived a thousand lives governed with no real or poor masculine direction, you know, and a lack of positive male role models that can guide and instruct me into my manhood. Luckily for me, I had a loving mother who did her best to play both roles. And along the way, I found and discovered what defines true masculinity and true righteousness to me. You see, the key feature I believe that's missing in our society, especially when it comes to the affairs of men in society, is a rite of passage. Women not only have their own process of a rite of passage into womanhood, theirs is also supported and funded by society. There are resources and support groups, forums and blogs, content creators and thought leaders that are both directly and indirectly contributing to the conversation of women's rights. And I think it's beautiful. I, for one, am very excited to see how our beloved female gender continue to grow and evolve over the decades. But for us men, our rite of passage hasn't evolved. You know, traditionally, men would take their boys who were approaching puberty and teach, coach, and guide them into their manhood. You know, the boys were taught how to protect and defend their community. They were taught to hunt and in turn, faced and overcame their fears as a passage into manhood. Now, I'm not expecting fathers to go out and take their kids hunting, but the fundamental requirement into manhood feels light years behind. You know, boys often don't have the support systems needed to guide them into manhood. Additionally, you know, households that have a man present are sometimes run by men who themselves weren't taught the fundamentals of manhood by their fathers. You know, there are few communities solely dedicated to the evolution of men, and even in these spaces where they exist, 
the societal stigma of men being vulnerable is more than enough to keep most men away. But what we have to understand is the growth and prosperity of men is equally as valuable to women as it is to us men. You know, experiencing and basking in the nurturing and feminine evolution of the modern woman can only be mutually enjoyed if men are given a fighting chance. You know, you have to understand that the topic of the evolution of the modern man affects both men and women. You see, highly evolved and emotionally intelligent women are generally adversely more evolved than their male counterparts, leaving a lot of these women feeling emotionally unfulfilled by men's underdeveloped emotional awareness. You know, they feel deprived of connection due to our inability to show and experience vulnerability. You know, they're forced to tap into their own masculine energy due to our lack of foresight and direction. And they're gravely undersatisfied sexually due to our inability to tap into the true grace and strength that is masculine sexuality. And the problem is this ripple effects will stretch across generations, furthering this cultural and social gap between men and women. Now, don't get me wrong, in no way am I saying that righteous, wholesome, hardworking and emotionally intelligent men don't exist. In fact, and I think a lot of you heterosexual ladies who are listening will appreciate this, there's an almost countless number of high value men in this world. It may feel grim, you know, and I know you may be asking yourself, is Arnold smoking crack because you feel like you're yet to meet these so-called men in your city. But for this, you may just have to take my word on it. You know, and believe that when I say that righteous and virtuous men do exist, they actually do. But despite this, we must still deal with the facts. And the facts state that we are living through one of the greatest fractures in intergender synergy that, at the very least, I've never seen or experienced. So I say all this to say there is a much bigger driving factor behind my desire to see and contribute to the evolution of my gender. You know, an evolved generation of men will make for better lovers, better fathers and better husbands and ultimately contribute to the rise and synergy of our modern society. So now I didn't just record this episode so you could listen to my lovely voice. I want to offer practical advice and perspective that can actually go a long way in helping men better understand their masculinity and, you know, this journey into deep, intrinsic self-actualization. In other words, let's get to the meat of the matter. Now, instead of simply telling you what defines manhood in the modern age, I'm going to make things interesting by hopefully painting a reverie of the values, beliefs, core ideals and principles that embody true masculine energy. But you see, in order to begin to understand what this framework of modern masculinity really looks like, you have to first understand the core essence of what separates masculinity and femininity. This isn't defined by gender or social constructs. You know, these are the makings of how everybody connects and interacts with one another on this planet, be it animals, plants, mammals, whatever the case. In almost every setting, every relationship, in every situation, there is the presence of both a masculine and a feminine energy. But what do these energies actually communicate? To really understand how men and women work, you have to understand the characteristics of these two polarizing energies. You see, masculinity and masculine energy are often synonymous with men, but these energies form the tip of a much more existential working of masculine and feminine energy. You know, masculine energy is the embodiment of strength and groundedness. You know, it bases its flows in considered decisions that will often, you know, take them to new, often unexpected spaces. 
You know, it's grounded in individuality and purpose. It is driven by specific goals and objectives and often pushes to conquer or dominate. You know, it is the bold presence often felt during moments of focused and considered action. It is driven by logic and fueled by strategy. Conversely, the feminine energy is open and receptive and free, wispy. The feminine cements itself in depth and unity, often wanting to ensure everybody and everything is provided for. You know, it drives more existential big picture thinking, viewing the world from a panoramic lens. It is driven by community, love and connection. It is creative, expansive and free. You know, it values intimacy and the process of merging with others. The feminine embodies creativity, free forms of expression and deep connection to the present. It is driven by emotion and introspection and rarely operates from a place of logic. Now, as you can see, none of these characteristics apply to any one gender. More importantly, they are the forms of expression we each experience at some point in our lives. You see, men can have moments of great action and decision-driven logic while still showing vulnerabilities and you know, a desire for depth. As humans, we have the ability to interchange these energies depending on you know, the state from which we are currently operating from. I myself have had moments that require great stillness, introspection, depth, and community input. Other times I've been energized by well-considered action-driven strategic moves. The fundamental key is understanding that as humans, we live and move along the spectrum of expression. We quite literally live in different states of either masculine or feminine energy at any one given time. You know, something like embracing long hair, uh, exploring creativity, seeking introspection are all examples of someone living in the feminine. However, that can quickly change when faced with, you know, having to make a critical decision. You know, I have moments of great creative flow and expression, but others that are very structured, you know, and it's important to understand these differences in order to understand that these two energies do not run parallel to gender. You know, my hope is that by the end of this, we can help boys and men develop a framework that embodies, you know, what truly defines modern masculinity. I understand that the following archetype that I'm about to tell of masculinity may not be fully applicable to all men, but what's more important than aligning your own personal characteristics to this benchmark is gaining wisdom and understanding of what truly defines the two energy forms. You know, and by doing so, you'll be better positioned to identify where you sit on the spectrum of energy at any given time. So my personal reverie of the progressive modern man archetype stands to test the long withstanding toxic embodiment of what masculinity has been known for. You know, the modern man embodies an unapologetically masculine energy that is also uniquely his own. It isn't driven by fad or fiction, but self-awareness and understanding. You know, this man is unapologetically living purposefully, pursuing the experiences and desires that offer fulfillment and wholeness. He's adventurous, spontaneous, alive and present. He is sensitive, self-aware and understands the power of vulnerability in contributing to the human experience, regardless of one's gender. He understands this, he embodies it and therefore he is free of it. He has a developed internal wiring towards living his deepest truth, fueled by honesty and integrity. He values the importance of living by a code 
and is led by depth and a sense of moral justice. This man understands his positioning on the social and economic ladder and doesn't take it for granted. In fact, it is because of his understanding that he's able to actively contribute to the evolution and the success of the feminine. Although not perfect, he strives to understand the feminine experience in efforts to better understand himself. He moves with an acute sensitivity towards the delicate and freeing nature of the feminine and balances this by creating spaces that protect and uplift feminine energy. Men who embody a deep sense of masculine energy are innately drawn to feminine energy. The modern man values the intimate and sexual experience of the feminine, driving the sensual dance that is the masculine and feminine synergy. He is a man who lives and moves freely through this world, powered and sustained by a deep sense of understanding. This modern man is not a short-fused bully who flies off the handle, succumbing to pressures of anger and frustration, nor is he a new age simpleton who lacks confidence, awareness, and an ability to be driven by considered decision-making. He is a man of the world who understands his position in it. He understands that he has been put on this earth to contribute to it and not always take from it. He supports and uplifts the voices that are unheard and protects the people in his life. Now, this might sound all high and mighty, and I'm sure many men listening to this are questioning their own ability to live to this standard. But here's the kicker. No one is expecting you to be perfect. Another characteristic that is ideal to the modern man is that he understands that he is not perfect. He understands that the people in his life or the world don't expect this of him. But he understands the importance of committing to a cause that is bigger than oneself. This is the man I want to be. This is the man I want my male friends and family to be. The ultimate desire for the modern man is to always be in pursuit of growth, even when it's difficult. So to my fellow man, dedicate yourself to becoming a better man. Be committed to being a better father or a better husband or a better brother. Commit to creating a safe space for women. And most importantly, embrace your vulnerability. The women in your life will thank you for it. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, yet another episode of the Against the Grain podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode spoke to you because, you know, men's health and masculinity is a big part of what I want this brand to be. And it's so exciting to be able to see this evolution. I want to be able to engage and have conversations with more men, educate and inspire more men to live beyond where they are now, to appreciate that growth has to be intentional, that if you want to be the man that you envision for your life, it requires work. You cannot expect to just get there over time and through circumstance. It requires dedicated and intentional work. And that is the real value and meaning of life. The women in this world, the heterosexual women in this world want men who are purposeful and driven. This doesn't mean that you have to live constantly in the state of masculine energy, but you have to have purpose. You have to have self-awareness and, and an ability to understand that before you're a man, you're a human, someone with complex mixed emotions, somebody who's not afraid to step into vulnerability and embrace 
the process of deep connection. This is the value of the human experience. And I hope that this episode starts a journey for you where you can start to actively and intentionally pursue that. So thank you so much for listening. I look forward to being with you on the next episode. This uh, this series for me is, you know, it's an awakening and I love being able to share these experiences and be able to have this dialogue with you. So until next week, take care of yourself, love on the people that love you, and we'll talk soon. Cheers.